Welcome to the Athletes in Action podcast. We are a sports ministry serving athletes at the University of Missouri. Join us weekly for conversations about faith and sport. Well, thank you. Um, I'm really excited for, for this opportunity for, for Kobe to share. And Kobe, I just want to publicly affirm I've really appreciated over the last several months I've watched hunger in you. I've watched desire to grow. I've watched you be a great friend. I've watched you invite other people into spiritual conversations. And I really, I've admired that. Um, this picture, this happened last Last May, right? Yes, sir. Okay, last May, Kobe, Kobe was one of the first to say, I, I would like to get baptized. I, I want to publicly just kind of declare my allegiance to Jesus. Um, tell, me about, tell me about this picture. What's going on? What was life like before this? All righty. Doing this picture, a lot led up to it. Um, like first, like I'm going I'm to skip some of it. Like first, I had a dream with my, with my granddaddy. My granddaddy came in my dream. He passed away. He came in my dream. Like with my dream, he led me to the altar, and I woke up. And I was like, what did the dream mean? Like during the day of Easter Sunday, I gave myself back to God again publicly. And that was leading me putting myself back in the altar to me. Then the next time, I had a dream with my grandmother. She passed away too. And during that dream, I was asking God questions. I said... I asked God, who like who like what is Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit? And in doing that dream, He answered to me. He said it's a Trinity. I like I heard a Trinity before. And during that time, it was me and Gerald and Jake Trump. We was talking about it. My idea was like it's a hierarchy. It's God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And during that dream, it told me like it, people told me what the Trinity was, but I never accepted it to my heart until that day happened. And the Trinity, for people who don't know, maybe I hope I say it right. Uh, Trinity is the it's, it's same body but different different parts. So it's God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and they're just on the same level. You know what I mean? Um, so what was going on? That's really cool that you had that dream. Like I yeah. love that God shows up and speaks to us in dreams. What was your what was your life like before that? What were some of the things that were going on in your life before you surrendered to Christ? I told him, like, before I surrendered my life to Christ, it was in crisis, to tell you on this truth. Like, I was looking for materialistic things to feed, like, to feed my happiness and give me and give me an idea of, like, what a fake joy was. Like, Ava is a funny story. I ain't gonna miss nobody in there. <laughs> but um, it was doing, it was spring. Like, I was, I fell into depression on that game. I was like, bro, my spring's terrible. Like, everything was surrounded by football, so my football life wasn't going good. It was just going bad. Um, so I found, like, a materialistic thing. I, <laughs> I will tell you what it was. Freak it. Like, nah, I ain't going to nah, do <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. I like, I'm a materialistic thing I did it was, like, to smoke. I was like, all right, I'm going to smoke. I'm going to see how this makes me feel. And at the end of the day, I was like, this stuff didn't even bring me joy. Then that's, and the, like, with that, like, with that just saying, like, materialistic things never brought, would never, like, truly never bring you joy it's like a temporary happiness hmm. like and when i found my true happiness is like when i finally fell on my to my knees and said you know what god hmm. you got it because i can't i cannot control nothing in this world everything is going to move how i move and i found that like at my lowest like asking like uh, after like at my lowest trying to understand like why can't i do this god why can't i do that it's because i never gave it to him hmm. and once i gave it to him 
I fell on my knees with my uh, football with my fellow football players Jordan, Cy, Gerald, and Chris Chris Daniels. We felt we fell on my knees and we just gave our time out just to fully just to praise him. And once I fell on my knees to praise him, like it was like a spiritual high. It was like something I never felt before. Like a a, a real joy came leaping out of me. Like I was. I was like, uh, you ever get like them cold spells? I got a cold spells. My head, my ears start heating up like they're heating up now. Um, my head start heating up and tears just flowing down my eyes. And I was like, what is this? Like, this is, it probably seemed like tears coming out, but I'm so happy. Like, I'm so happy just to give, like, give it all to God. And that's to me, like, the, it's like the Holy Spirit coming to you. Because everybody know, like, one of the um, fruits that the Holy Spirit gives to you is joy. And, like, I finally realized, like, this is what true joy and true happiness is. And after that, I was, I was a fiend for it. I was trying to, what's the, what's the next? What's going on next? And, oh, my bad. So, no, so, I, so that's really good. So Jesus, like, his, just the joy yeah. was really attractive to yeah. you. What, what other things about Jesus were, were you drawn to? Other things I found, like, I found myself in Jesus is just, like, his grace and mercy. It made me, it helped me understand, like, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's like, a lot of times you always see, like, you uh, you see, like, I'm not worthy of this. Like, I'm, you see what I'm doing, God? Like, how am I worthy of your, or what you going to give to me? It's like, you're trying to reach them, but the shame of your sins is just holding you back. So mm-hmm. once I learned how to let that go, I let my eyes and my ears be open to God alone. It just, it just started flowing. Mm-hmm. And, like, when it started flowing, you see all the, all the blessings God gave to you, you see the people that he brought into your life. The mm. blessings, what you came from. Like, with me, thinking about where I came from, I ain't come from really much nothing. To tell you on the truth, my mom was custodian. It was a single-parent household. I had, at this time, it had three, a nephew and a niece. Um, my grandparents passed, and I'm looking, like, it was a struggle. I had to keep asking. My mom had to keep asking for money, uh, things like that. I had to help her clean houses and stuff. And like just seeing what God has given to me and what God blessed me with, mm. it's amazing. It, like sometimes you just gotta sit back and think where you come from and think what God gave, like what God blessed you with. And it just open your eyes and open your ears to even like like God, you're great. Like it took it was one time I would listen to a um like uh I never would have made it. And I was listening to it and I was just driving. I I was I was just driving, I was listening to it. And it started hitting home. I like first I used to listen to him like this is never connected to me. I like this sound good, sound great. Then once I start listening to it and I see and I start looking at what God done for me, the same situation happened again. I just start bawling. I wasn't like ah, I wasn't crying like hard, <laughs> but just tears like tears of joy of what God done for me just starts to start pouring out. And I don't know, it's it's, it's great, bro. So well, that's awesome. I love. You, you do. You have such a sensitivity to, to the Lord. Like, I, I've seen that happen to you several times. How are you, how are you motivated differently now? I'm motivated differently because, like I said, you, ever, you get, like, it's like a high. Like, what I'm on is like a spiritual high. And a lot of times you want to see, I want to give to other people. And, like, the way I believe, like, giving it to other people is, like, isn't, I'm, not a, I'm still not the most social guy. So I might say, look at you and not say nothing <laughs> to you. But I love you. <laughs> but like it's like this like it's like taking the time out and like trying to understand people, spreading the word slowly. Cause I feel like um right now as a group of us, 
and we speak and we always talk about God. And um, I feel like doing stuff like that is is uh, it can help build on because what we what we talk about can reach somebody else. Yeah, that's what I always think. Like the fruits are really for. It's not for your own consumption. You're yeah. not supposed to eat it yourself. It's supposed to be delivered out. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to share the fruits of God to other people because mm-hmm. once they taste the fruits, they like. They like, dang, this is great. Like, first person I ever met that I felt like true joy coming from was Gerald. And I seen him. I said, this dude is always happy. What's up with that? So I got nosy, and I started I saw, I saw being around him. And I started noticing, like, how he moved. And I was like, this was, this was God. This is what God wants you to do. Like, a leg brung up uh, Joe. Yeah. And Joe had friends. And Joe's friends was just, I feel like God is looking for people, like, looking for you to be in the groups. And be a group for him. And if you want to grow, you find somebody who's looking forward to grow like you. Because you can't. What that, what's that Bible verse? And they got the wheat and the. Uh, what's the other one? Tears. <laughs> and the tears. Yeah. You can't grow wheat with tears. It looked the same, but it's not going. It's not. Tears are not benefiting you. So yeah. you find yourself in the same group and that want to benefit itself, it's just going to help you grow even better. That's been one of the biggest changes for you, hasn't it? Like being yeah. a. Like an introvert, yeah. introverted person, yeah. and now you're in all kinds of groups. Yeah. Um, what would you, what would you say? What would you encourage to everybody that's listening? What would you say to them? What I would say to you uh, is, is follow your faith. All God is willing to look for is a faithful servant. Submit yourself unto Him, because once you submit yourself to Him, life is going to change for you. Because from what I look back on, hmm. and once I submitted myself to Him. You see all the good things and great things that God done for you. It's just, it's just, it's just a great feeling. Like, like it's a couple of verses I can go in my Bible now and look for and tell y'all. How about that one? Oh, this one. This is wash the feet. Then why you want to read this for me? I can't read. Yeah, I got that. Casey, give it a go. Yes, please. <laughs> So John 13, 4 through 10, he came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet their whole body is clean and you are clean though not every one of you for he knew who was going to betray him and that was why he said not everyone was clean when he when he had finished washing their feet he put on his clothes and returned to his place do you understand what i've done for you he asked you call me teacher and lord rightly so for that is what i am now that i now that i your lord and teacher have washed your feet you also should wash one another's feet. And like that verse is like one of my favorite verses ever. Cause you, um, Lex, Lex gave like a good discernment. Like she gave a good like little thing out. You ever think back back in those times how dirty somebody's feet was? Disgusting. Disgusting. They, they used to throw trash and like whatever else from their house on the ground. You think about it, that's all God's willing to do for you. He's looking for you just to go and dive in into where your deepest and darkest thing is at. And that's to me a sin. He's looking to clean that up. And once he clean, like, he looking to clean up that for you, won't feel that shame no more. Like, it's no shame in what I used to did, cause God cleaned that for me. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's a little, it's like a love parody that God 
said it's like he was talking to the Pharisees. He's talking about you clean your outside, but the inside still dirty. Like, because they never gave like the full thing to him. And once you give your full thing to you, you like a clean dish. And no matter what people can say about that dish used to happen, it's clean now. Mm. And like, that's the best part of me. Uh, that's the best part of that verse to me. He's just looking to come into where you like, where you feel shame at, and just clear it, like, and just clean it up for you. And also, it I makes ain't a man joyful, doesn't it? Yeah, it brings joy to me because you think about you think about yourself. Like you always feel like you wasn't good enough, mm. but God's always looked at you good enough. Just accept like what God's given to you. Mm. Just accept it. Just know that you are good enough. When you leave out this room. And whatever you did before, you're good enough to do. You're good enough from the beginning to the end, and that's all through God, grace and grace and mercy. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, and one more. My bad. <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna need to give this guy a chance to preach here a little bit. Okay. My bad. I got one more. I'm gonna get out your hairs. Um, it's another verse. It's uh, to me. It's also a great verse. It's a lady. Um, she 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 touched Jesus' hand. She touched Jesus' cloth. Like she came and met Jesus. And she watched, and when she met him, she fell on her knees, and she was she cleaned Jesus' feet with her tears, and she cleaned and she dried it off with her hair, and she gave Jesus' feet like fragrant oils, and people talked like felt like a high priest used to talk about it, like have you know what she done? Why would you let this sinner touch you? And it's, uh, and at the end of the story, it was telling you like, God, no matter how great your sins is, all He's looking for you to humble yourself towards Him. And give yourself to him because no matter how great your sins is or what you used to do it's going to be forgiven yeah. you know and that's why i feel like all our all the things we used to done and we look back on it we can give god more glory and look at god Amen. like just better because you finally see what he done when you completely gave your faith to him and that's Amen. really much it